Welcome to the Content Marketing Mastery Podcast. It's like an energy shift. So it. It's all yeah. energy. Yeah. They just get it. It's like sending out radio frequencies and matching with the right people. I would never start from zero. I would always find someone that's already doing exactly what I want. Where we give valuable tips for your own content strategy so that you create better content and reach more people and help more clients. Yuck Up, the host of this podcast, interviews thought leaders within the content marketing and PR scene and supports you with key learnings for your business. Now, enjoy the podcast episode. So when it comes to masterminds, creating masterminds, mm -hmm. are they, what are the mistakes that entrepreneurs make when, when they want to start their own masterminds? What, what do you think are people doing wrong? Yeah. And, and I think one of the, one of the things we, we for, I, I see is that we, we self-dub or self-give ourselves the name expert or guru. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of experts, a lot of gurus. The one thing that, that I always believed in is you never give yourself your own nickname. <laughs> and you never dub yourself an expert or a guru. If the, if the crowd sits there and says you're an expert or guru, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with the crowd giving you the nickname, but don't give yourself that. Mm -hmm. Be a student. Always be a student. Be more That's interested than interesting. So where do I see it going wrong? Is they say, I'm the expert in this. They're great at marketing. People flood to the room, figuratively. And then they get there and you have all different people from all the different industries and all the guru or expert can do is teach it from their perspective mm -hmm. and they can't help people plug and play or yeah. they get the people that fled to that room. They come there and all of a sudden they've got a, a motivational speaker. Now it's great to get a motivational speaker, but they don't have an activator, someone that can actually give them actionable results. Like yes. here's step one through 10. And I'm being generic in the steps one through 10, but here's what you do. You implement this and this, and then we're going to come back. Here are your actual items. They just get them all excited. Like, have you ever been to a conference and like someone comes off stage and it's a huge name and I'm, I'm not going to throw any names out there, but huge name, get you all excited. And then and nothing then happens. 24 hours later, like, I just got to see, okay, great. How much did you cost? Uh, cost me $1,200 US dollars. All right. So what are you going to do with it? I don't, this is just awesome. And I've great. got nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm a motivator, not an activator. So you're going to have so many masterminds that are going to be yeah. motivators. But what did they actually give you that was actionable? Nothing. So when it comes to creating a mastermind, I don't want us, I don't want people to use the term lightly. I want them to really think about it and really realize like when they're putting it together, mm -hmm. who am I going to surround myself with? Because I can't do a mastermind just by myself. Who is in my sphere that is in different industries that I can bring in because I can't know everything. So when, when they're going through the mastermind, they're going to bring in product expert, a product X. And I know I use the word expert, you know, but you know, teacher A, teacher B, teacher C, to help the overall group environment level up, mm -hmm. go to that next level. Realizing that like you might be able to create a great room environment, but that you're going to need to rely upon also other people, other 
other people that are knowledgeable in something to help those that are in the mastermind. So I, I really sit there and see that we, we try to have people that try to call themselves experts and gurus when they're really not. And then people get burnt. They spend money that they can't, that they maybe can or can't afford. And then they're just jaded from the experience and like, Hey, I'm out. I'm done. Yes. Not going to invest in myself anymore. Again, that's where I had an unfair advantage that if it didn't work out, I might not have been jaded. I might've been PO'd, but I could have still kept moving forward. Hmm. So that's, well, that's one example. I mean, we can keep going down a list of things that we see that aren't handled right when it comes to a mastermind, uh, deliverables, follow through. You know, if you list, you know, these five deliverables and only two of them happen, that's a problem. I know I'm being vague, but it's been a mastermind that I've been in before. They're like, hey, here are the five deliverables that we're going to do. And these five deliverables equal this value. And you want your value to exceed what the cost or what the investment was. So you don't want to look yes. at it as an, uh, a cost. You want to look at it as investment. And if they don't, at the end of it, you got a problem. Mm -hmm. yes. You have an honest problem that if you have these five deliverables and only two of the five happen, what you promised and what actually happened isn't there. And I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Yeah. So in the old days, um, people came together and they f flew to Thailand, for example, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or go to conferences. These days, it's more like Zoom calls, uh, yes. private Zoom calls. And so how did COVID affect it uh, to this whole mastermind uh, business? Yeah. And... It was a nice thing. Even before COVID happened, uh, masterminds, if you know, some of the best ones would be maybe monthly meetups on a Zoom. And then you would have like four experiences throughout the year. So if we're talking mm -hmm. a 12-month mastermind, okay, yes. let's say you have monthly meetups. And in those monthly, those monthly Zoom calls, they bring in uh, a product specialist, okay, based off yes. of what the overarching mastermind is about. From there, you have four experiences throughout the year. And again, all of these are just placeholders. If we're saying it's a 12 month one, monthly, monthly uh, calls, product specialists come in to talk about what it is. So they're, they're moving the needle. If it's like, Hey, over the next 12 months, we need to accomplish these things. You put those product specialists in the right order. So it gets them closer to what their goal is. Mm -hmm. And then when you have those in-person ones, those experiences, that's when, you know, that, that level of the mastermind goes up because now we're in the see it, touch it, feel it phase. We see each other on zoom, but now we can touch it and feel it when we're face to face. So I think the best ones, if you can, zoom's fine. Like yeah. that was my first, before I hit Thailand, we did have some zoom calls and I was good with that. because I knew I was eventually going to get to touch it and feel it. Meaning I was going to be face to face with those people. So yeah. I think you're fine. Like a lot of people got frantic. I get it. I'm not trying to downplay COVID whatsoever and what happened, but a lot of people, a lot of things really didn't go well during that. And we didn't know what was going to happen. And we became super reactionary. And all you had to do is just shift it and say, Hey, by the way, we can't meet up anymore. We're, we're going to have to postpone this to 2021, but let's continue having these zoom calls. Let's continue moving the needle forward because at the end of it, whether you're on Zoom or you're face-to-face, -face, more happens face-to-face, -face, but you can still accomplish the same thing. Like, think about it. Like you and I are having this conversation right now. You're 
probably anywhere from 10 to 12 hours ahead of me time zone, I'm guessing. And we're able to still get the same amount of value based off of a conversation because I can see you. I can read your facial expressions. I can sit there and be like, okay, am I being a good uh, guest right now? Am I actually helping move the needle and answering questions that are actually valuable to Jakob's audience? Mm -hmm. And so to me, a mastermind can be held this way. And that's how they're going to have to be held for a while going forward, because it's not going to be as easy still to travel. Thanks for listening to Content Marketing Mastery. If you have any questions, just send a voice message through Anchor. And if you liked what you heard, we would love to get a review from you. You can also download a free white paper, five lessons on how to create content and monetize your knowledge on our website, contentmentoring.com. Thanks and best.